Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Alladhi bini'amihi Tathumus salihat Alhamdulillah Alladhi qaddara Kullama huwa atin Wa kullama huwa fat Nas'aluhu Azza wa jalla Mujibati rahmatih Nas'aluhu al-fawza bil-jannah Wal-najata minal nar Dear brothers and sisters in Islam Dear brothers and sisters in Islam, I would like to greet you with a greeting of peace. Assalamu alaikum. And I bear witness there is no deity save Allah and that Muhammad is his servant and his messenger and his mercy to all mankind. We pray to him to shower his mercy and his blessing upon all the prophets and upon Prophet Muhammad. May peace be upon all of them. Dear brothers and sisters, as we all know, we are in the early part of the days of Dhul Hijjah, where many of our brothers and sisters, although this year will be different, as I've understood that the number is much more limited than in the past, nonetheless, it looks like some of our brothers and sisters will be performing Hajj, and alhamdulillah for that. And the literal meaning of Hajj is when you uh, pay a visit to a place that you consider it to be a holy place, a sacred place. And that this practice has been with the humanity from the dawn of time. You will find it across the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Japanese. I believe there's no society or uh, a discipline did not have that Hajj in their own way or ways. To them is the, to the essence of Hajj to all is that spiritual and the moral experience. And of course the aspect of offerings and so on. And usually whether it's God or multiple gods, you know, this is, has been the practice. So Hajj it was not new at the time of Ibrahim. It was something practiced by, other, by others. Then we have Ibrahim والسلام, as we all know, he was ordered. And this is the Hajj that we uh, perform. And as we also know, Hajj is one of the pillars of the five pillars of Islam. For those one who are physically and financially capable, and it's once in a lifetime. You could do more than that, God bless. But what has been ordained upon us once in a lifetime. And the epicenter of our Hajj is Mecca in the house of Allah, which is the Kaaba. And I will be remiss if I don't go briefly to talk about who are the, who are the, the builders, you know, the, the construction team. It was Ibrahim and Ismail, Ibrahim and Ismail. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored them to be the builders of his house of worship, the house of Allah, which is in the Kaaba. And it was built for the main purpose of worshiping the one God, the God with a capital, as they say, the Lord of heaven and earth, the creator of this marvelous universe. So this is the, it, it, the symbol of it is to worship the one God. And 
briefly about Ibrahim, this is not the place for it, but we can't, we can't go without a little touch about who are these two stars that Allah has chosen to build this house of worship that we know with the Kaaba. Ibrahim, as we have been told by the Quran and by, by the teaching of the Prophet ﷺ, from early on, he struggled with the worship of his family and his people where they would make things with their own hands and they create objects and they consider them to be associate of gods. Polytheism. And that, and he, of course, that, that was counter to his futra, that counter to his natural disposition that each one of us has, that, that doesn't make sense to him, this counter to his reason, that led to the obviously confrontation with his people and they, we all know that they threw him in, in, in fire because they were so offended. And Allah, God Almighty, has saved him from that. He goes on in his life, wherever he went, he was promoting the worship of one God. Then after that, we all know after a long time, with no children, Allah had blessed him when he was old of age, when he remarried our mother Hajar an African lady who Allah had blessed that marriage with a child called Ismail. Then later on, he was ordered to take his newly wedded new wife, the mother of Ismail, and Ismail, his long-awaited son, to take him to a barren land, which is the area of the Mecca, as we know it, and so close to the Kaaba, where the Zamzam is. Without I mean, you know, the, the story goes on and he had to just imagine after a long wait of time then you have to leave your wife and your son in a barren land. But that was the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the, the man he was have surrounded to Allah. That's what Islam is all about. He has accepted that trial. Now, this is, Isma this is Ibrahim. Ismail, on the other hand, we, you know, he was raised by his mother Hajar, who was a devout a uh, Muslim who, who took care of him and she made sure that he understands who his father is. The father is not just any man, it's Ibrahim And then uh, Ismail was reared by his mother to be a good, pious uh, a child, later on a young man. So his father comes, just imagine now a young man, his father comes, which told him that he was ordered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by God Almighty, that to sacrifice him. And it wasn't a surprise to Ismail, because in that era, the time, the time and the place in the, in the, in the you know, all earth, we can say that practice of sacrifice was very common. You wanted to extol your Lord, the God that you believe in, and you want to have the most valuable offering, nothing can be dearer to you than your child, so why not? So it was something, a practice by others. And then when Ibrahim came and informed his son and Ismail, and, and this is the, the culmination of when, you ask, when, when, you, when, you're, when the faith has made it to the heart and it re really became a profound aspect of the heart. 
which is in the case of Ibrahim and Ismail. Ismail, when his father told him, we have to sacrifice you, Ismail told him, well, do as you, for, you, you were told to do. You were ordered to do. If this is the order from Allah, I, and you will find me, inshallah, min al-sabirin. And you will, you will see that I will be, inshallah, just imagine someone was given a certificate of death, and yet the faith of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was right there with him, a young man. You will find me, inshallah, by the will of God, among the patients. So these are the two stars. These are the two giant figures in the history of humanity. Thousands of years, and we are still, look, they are a source of inspiration for us. Those are the ones who built this Kaaba, where all the pilgrims are going to. Later on, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Ibrahim, Call people to hajj. They will come to you, rijala, not men. Rijala means on their feet. They, came they come walking, and the verse continues to say that they come also on, on other means of transportation from far places. And this is very interesting, because when you look closely into the verse, Allah starts, call people, humanity. He didn't say call man or woman, black or white. This ethnicity of that ethnicity, he said no general, the, the, the sense of equality before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is the foundation upon which the Hajj of Ibrahim was the, 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 the foundation of the religion of equality where people, irrespective of their gender, ethnicity, color, culture, uh, race, uh, class in the society, it doesn't matter. You all come as one ummah before God Almighty. So this was the religion, the foundation that uh, in that Hajj that Ibrahim started. Now, you know, those people who followed him, the Arabs who lived in that area, after a period of time, they were influenced by the fact of life. Life has factors that, that, that it tends to impact how we think, how we see things, impacts our hearts. And then slowly the Arabs started to change. The house of monotheism became the house of polytheism. Why? It happened. They say that one of the Arabs of one of the Arabs of that area traveled to another area and he was fascinated by a community who were worshipping an idol. He liked it. And it's not a surprise to us because we find that when Moses left his community and trusted uh, Aaron, his brother, to look after them, and he went to bring back the revelation after a few days. What happened? One of them came in and put a few material things together and created a, an animal, and then thus here you have, let's worship this calf, let's worship this animal. So it seems there's a fascination in a human being to worship something that they can touch, something they can see. We are this material being. So it happened to the Arabs. They were not, you know, they were susceptible to that. And unfortunately, with time, you will find the religion, the pure religion of Ibrahim, the religion of, of the one God, the religion of equality, started to disintegrate. What happens? From polytheism, from monotheism to polytheism, from one God to many gods. And we will see how problematic that is. Then slowly, the rights 
started to change. The people started to do the sa'i and the tawaf naked, which was not the religion of Ibrahim. And then uh, here, I, I want us to really uh, uh, pay attention to this. Brothers and sisters, here you start finding people from the Arabs, people of the Mecca. Some of them, they were in charge of the Kaaba. So they had the key and they had to clean it and take care of it. So they are in charge now. This is a privilege. Somebody else, other group, they were in charge of caring for Zamzam. Zamzam is a big deal. Water in that part of the land is, is, is something to be, to be uh, considered something big. So, and, and other people have different roles. But you notice now what happened is these people with that privilege, that honor for them, they started feeling, and this is the door of the satanic whisper, they start feeling they are better than others. They are the common people who they go and perform a hajj and they, are, they do whatever else they do, but they have the honor of attending to the Kaaba, attending to the water. So in other words, they are not like the rest. And this is how the door of satanic whisper starts to open when you start believing you are better than others. You are superior than others. And what led to that is they would not be at the Arafah, which is Arafah was part of the rites that Ibrahim left. They will not stand with the rest of the people because they're not like the rest of the common people. They are better than them. They are superior to them. And brothers and sisters, when, listen, look at this here. From one God to many gods, so the campus toward one God, which presents equality with which Ibrahim brought. Now you have multiple gods. The vision is no longer clear. It becomes blurry. And the factors of life that's thrown on you, it, be, it becomes impactful. And what led to later on, when you feel you are better than others, what happened is the laws that goes on others does not apply to you. And that goes injustice. What, what is injustice is when the laws apply to certain people but does not, do not apply to others. So you see the dis disintegration of the religion of Ibrahim where it shifted from monotheism to polytheism and then the, in, the, the equality shifted to inequality and thus justice went out of the window. That was carried on until our Prophet Muhammad Wasallam came. And he came with, and you will find the message, the thrust of the message is to renew the faith of Ibrahim. There's only one God. The whole Meccan period, the focus is on one God, of course, on the day of judgment and few other things. But the thrust of the Meccan period is to, to focus on there is only one God. No other gods. There's only one God. That, of course, the people of Mecca are intelligent. They're not dumb. These are, these are leaders. So they realize with one God, it means, because, you know, they, they were not oblivious to what Ibrahim was, the issue of equality, the issue of fairness, the issue which leads to justice. What does that mean? That it will shake their privileges. They are no longer superior. They're no longer better than others. They, they saw that. And of course, there's their privilege. You know, nobody wants to lose their privilege. So they, pro they fought the prophet and his, mes his message tooth and nail until they evicted him and his companions from Mecca. That deserves a different, you know, the, 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 the details. Nonetheless, the prophet came back to Mecca 
after a few years and he victorious and he you know forgave all his enemies which is a very famous and then he went on to the Kaaba and he took out all the idols they, they said it's up 300 whatever they took all the idols and brought back renewed the religion of Ibrahim and by re you know, removing, reforming and cleaning and purifying the Kaaba from all the false gods to bring back the one God. In other words, is to bring back that religion of Ibrahim. This is where I believe is the Hajj that you, you went from Ibrahim to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam came to bring back that religion of unity one God and the religion of fairness and equality, the religion of Ibrahim that he brought, thus justice. And the culmination of all of that is Hijjat al-Wida'ah, is the farewell sermon that is so famous. And I believe, brothers and sisters, it is the, the, best, the, the best legislation for equality, for fairness, and for justice, and for human rights that is known to humanity. I challenge that all of us to read it and to really dig into it to realize that statement that I just made. And I will capture something from it that it, is, it resonates in our time of today. I will say it in Arabic and I will translate it in English. The Prophet it's a, it's a long, but I took an excerpt from it. Ya nas, all people, ala inna rabbakum wahid. Isn't it your Lord but one? And your father is one, which is Adam. There is no superiority of an Arab, of non-Arab, and of non-Arab over an Arab. And there is no red over black. And here I'm using literally, but he meant the white. There's no superiority of white over black, nor superiority of a black over white, except for God consciousness. Here it's very clear, brothers and sisters. The last word that uttered out of that movement to came to renew the religion of Ibrahim, it lays down the foundation of equality, fairness, thus justice. الحمد لله الذي كتب على نفسه الرحمة وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Dear brothers and sisters I hope in my first khutbah I gave us a very brief trajectory of from the time of Ibrahim and the religion he introduced humanity to the time of Muhammad may peace upon may peace be upon both of them and all the messengers and the prophets of God and prophet Muhammad where he came to renew and to correct what's been corrupted and the aberrations by the Arabs and by those who occupied the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Kaaba. And 
we can see when we're looking at that at that path, we can see the factors that can alter any religion. Because what, what, what these factors comes, as I stated them earlier, they come and they find their way through the mind to the heart of the human being. And from the heart, it emanates the aberration to the purity of the religion of Ibrahim, as we saw. So our Prophet ﷺ came. And as we are reflecting on Hajj, brothers and sisters, I believe we should reflect on this very, very keen and profound message of equality, of fairness. Because without it, there will be no justice. And one time I was sitting down and I was, I was watching the, 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 I don't know why I was watching, I don't remember, but I saw a, 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 a small uh, piece of Muhammad Ali, the boxer, God bless his soul, who passed away, the activist uh, uh, of social justice, he had an appearance on BBC. And, you know, with his uh, humor and his charm, um, uh, you know, he came, and the title was, Why is Everything White? You know, he was saying is that, you know, when you are exposed to the media and the TV and to Hollywood, and to everything around you, they always show the angels are white. Mary is white. The 13 men of the supper of Jesus, they're white. Jesus himself is a white, uh, blonde hair with blue eyes. I'm quoting him, not verbatim, but this is what he was saying. Is, and he made fun of Tarzan, who in Africa, uh, uh, he's white. He's surrounded by all black people, but yet he's the only one who spoke to the animals, and they couldn't spoke to the animals. Anyway, so I, I was listening to this, and I said, you know what? I never took the time to, to see it. But really, since I was a kid, come to think of it, yes, white, it became a symbol of beauty, a symbol of peace and tranquility, a symbol of success, symbol of piety. Of course, I know Islam came to change that, and I know the Prophet came to change that, but I am talking about the factor of life. I'm talking about what we watch on TV, the commercials, everything around us. It is how often we go to the Quran, how often we go to the seerah of the Prophet, you know, Ramadan, and once a year, if we're lucky, or I'm talking about the majority of us. Some of us are more fortunate, alhamdulillah. But we are more susceptible because we are more influenced by the culture that we live in. We as American Muslims, we are, like Muhammad said it, jokingly but he's right we are impacted by all of that and for us to deny it it we are lying at ourselves it is reality it is there so as we are reflecting in this time on the hajj and as we have seen the prophet came for a change to renew the religion of ibrahim the religion of equality and fairness this is the opportunity for us, brothers and sisters, each one of us. Before we put the fingers at others, to look at ourselves and look at the heart, which is the epicenter of everything of who we are, of our identity, of our faith, of our actions, of our behavior, of our character, and to look into it and to see if there's any atom of superiority. If there's any atom of hate, if there's any atom of racism. And this will vary. I am not saying that we all have it. But you might feel that you as a man better than a woman, 
or a woman feels that she's better than a man, or because I am black, I'm better than a white, or I'm a white, I'm better than, this is, this is what we've been fed by the factor that are, that are around us. So this is the opportunity for us to look into our hearts as we are celebrating this Hajj, this, this, this big, huge event, as this Hajj changes so many people when they go to Hajj, like Malcolm X is one of them, let us make sure this Hajj, as we commemorate and we reflect, that changes who we are. Whatever the degree that you're in, make sure that it is the time to purify the heart. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, and to, to emulate Ibrahim and Muhammad and all of them, may, may Allah be pleased with all of them and shower his mercy upon them. When Ibrahim, when Allah tells us, salim. Ibrahim came to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a pure heart, a heart pure from any racism, from any superiority, from any hate, from any sicknesses of the heart. And this is what I am re reminding myself first and foremost and all of us to use and seize the opportunity to purify and to renew our commitment that to the religion of Ibrahim and the religion of Muhammad, may, 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 may Allah be pleased with them, that the religion of equality and fairness at, at a very troubling time where justice, unfortunately, it is not for all in our beloved nation. We have seen uh, so many uh, uh, pictures, we have read so many articles, and we are realizing that our brothers and sisters, the African community, the black community, with the people of color, are not getting the privileges that the white is, is getting. And it is our responsibility, mandated by our faith, to be to, to, to join the forces of righteousness and goodness, and there are plenty of it, as we can see nowadays, and to advocate for justice for all, where equality and fairness, irrespect of color, irrespect of gender, irrespect of race, irrespect of country, it should be for all. And first, as I said, first and last, make sure that we purify our hearts and we renew our commitment to the region of Ibrahim and to the region of Muhammad, the region of equality, of fairness, and inshallah, of justice. Amin, uh, let's pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify our hearts, to, pur to purify our hearts from all that can be poisonous to it, from all the sicknesses of the heart. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify us from any atom of racism, of superiority, of hate, of anything that displeases our Lord. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to really remove this pandemic from this earth that has altered everything from the way we worship Allah, from whether it is the Hajj, whether it is the Jum'ah, and, and everything else in our life. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us so we will join the forces of righteousness and goodness and we struggle for, the, uh, 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 for social justice and make us among those who are righteous and those who are on earth to correct what is wrong and to forbid, of, to, to correct what is wrong and to promote of what is right. ونسأل الله سبحانه وتعالى وأخذ عن الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أقم الصلاة
الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيا للسلا حيا للسلا حيا للفلا حيا للفلا قد قامت السلا قد قامت السلا الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله